0: And welcome to Life Stories with Glory Olamide. It's great to have you here as always. I am a certified relationship, marriage, and life coach. My podcast focuses on discussing issues about all types of relationships by sharing real life stories as well as have guests okay we have guests who come on here to share their experiences with us so sit back relax and enjoy today's episode everyone good evening it is day 11 of the whole woman experience relationship talk i'm your host as usual Gloria midday and today we have an amazing guest her topic is on finance in marriage today we have with us lola balogu she is a qualified accountant and a fellow of the Association of Chartered Certified Accountants. She is a director of AirBots Accounting, an accounting firm that provides financial advice and business support to businesses, charitable organizations, and private individuals. She has worked in in the industry for over 21 years and is known for her drive to turn businesses around. She shares her passion for her profession with music, which which she is actively involved in. And she has been married and blessed with two amazing children. You are welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be here as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. We are, everyone gets ready because we are going to learn a lot tonight. You can see she is very qualified to discuss this topic. Now, money finance has been shown to be one of the reasons why marriages, you know, couples go to counselors or even separate and divorce. Now, my first question is, why does money cause problems in marriages? and how can couples prevent these problems? Um, thank you very much. So um, I have often asked myself as well
1: that why is, is money so problematic in marriages? Um, I think that the big question is why is money so important? Because money is important in everything that we do. and why is money a big deal? Money is important and it could be because of the power play. So the possession and um, acquisition of money does confer power. And in relationships, Mm. if power play is not balanced and it's tipped to one side, there are usually problems in the marriage. So one very good thing is to find um, a way to keep this balance and to make sure that one party is more powerful than the other.
0: Wow, that is awesome, 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 awesome. So how can um, couples ensure that one is not more powerful than the other? What are ways, how can they sort this out?
1: So the different things would be, Who does what in the marriage? Who brings what to the marriage? So does the fact that one person earn more than the other, does that make that person more powerful than the other? Does the fact that somebody Mm -hmm. knows um, how to manage money better than the other person, does that make that person more powerful? So what people need to do is to actually sit down and draw on Mm -hmm. the strengths of the... Of each party, and know that the fact that one person is better suited to something does not make them more powerful. Because Mm -hmm. a marriage, one person will always be better than the other in certain things. We all Mm have different things that we bring to a marriage. So, the basic um, underlying um, agreement should always be that there is equal power play. There's no power play. One person is not more powerful than the other. And when we get into the various questions, um, I will explain um, a lot more how this power can be
0: evened out between the parties. Okay, okay. Now the next question is, you know, now there are Different types of bank accounts, single, joint, and all of that. So, what's the best way for couples to manage their finances at home? Good question. Okay. There is no right
1: way um, or wrong way. There's no one size fits all when it comes to how couples manage or decide to join their money. For right. some, so the three main or the two main are separate accounts okay, or joint account. Now um, I have also split that into two which is direct joint account or indirect joint account. So bank account this is where both parties um, agree that they are going to retain their own um, banks. Their right. income paid into a separate bank account, but the bills paid, mm-hmm. and each party will be responsible for paying each bill. So, a okay. gets their bank account, b gets their money, and then they go off and they take responsibility for what they are supposed to be paying for, based on how the bills have been split. The joint account Mm -hmm. is there is one designated bank account. And both parties will have their monies to go into that bank account. And then um, all the bills, everything is taken from the bank account. um, And then what is left in the bank account, they jointly decide on how that money will be spent either part of it will be saved or they they divide it um, equally and then transfer it into maybe their individual savings the indirect mm-hmm. is where each person still have their money paid into a separate bank account so A's money goes into A's bank account go into mm-hmm. B's but then they decide to transfer um, a portion into a joint account, and that joint right.
0: account,
1: and pay all the bills. Now, point mm. to note here, Glory, which is very crucial, is trust is important here. Yes, yes. In all the methods, in method A, single, um, mm-hmm. again, each person must bear the responsibility. Because if somebody does not pay the bill that they have um, been tasked with, mm. then the union is going to get into problems.
0: Because exactly.
1: if they are supposed to pay the mortgage and they didn't pay the mortgage or they didn't pay the mortgage on time, it's not the person who had the responsibility alone that will bear the um, branch consequences. Of yeah it is the union so in the joint um equally where somebody has been designated to be the main person to be um, in charge of paying the bills that person must also be transferred, and they must feed back to the other person there has to be trust and there has to be Um, accountability. They can't go off and spend money they have planned to spend. So once both parties feel comfortable and there's trust, then the method will work and run smoothly. Hmm. Second, um, um, a method can change. So, Party could go into um, individual banks and then actually discover that we are better if we join our money together because we will yeah, be, um, we'll be able to do more things. For example, um, if your mortgage lender is asking for proof of earnings, rather than have separate banks. You'll be able okay. to earn in from one bank account and okay. there are benefits of having a joint account. But if it doesn't work for you today, it doesn't mean that it won't work for you in 10 years' time. So relationships um, evolve, relationships grow, and people who start out having um, individuals could then go on to have joint in future. Or people who start out with joint May just decide that it doesn't work for us we're arguing too much let's Mm. um a separate
0: um, single joint so Mm. wow awesome awesome tips there ladies i hope you're all listening and taking notes and i hope you have your pen and exercise book ready you know she's dropping loads of nuggets for us tonight because as a relationship and a marriage coach This is the number one reason, knowing people come, they say, my husband, my wife, they spend money. I don't know what they've done with the money, you know, and it causes arguments. So as you've all heard, trust is important. You need to be transparent, you know, let your partner know how you spend money and what you spend money on. If you are the one who is meant to pay a bill, pay that bill on time, otherwise, you both face the consequences, not just the person who was meant to pay the bill. So I've just gone over that again for those who have just joined us in case you missed it. Now, I have a lot of women who are housewives mm. and they keep saying, Gloria, I have no savings and we have no life insurance. What if something happens, How, what, what, what will I do? So what advice do you have for women, housewives? How can they save? Is it possible? Good. So
1: the answer to that question is, yes, it is possible to save. But the first question, um, the first point to note is that you are only able to save when you have money to save. Exactly. (laughs) Housewives get their money. Um, The first thing they need to do is to discuss this with their husbands because in a relationship you don't want secrets so this um a um something secretive this is you need to discuss it with your husband that Mm. you need to have a savings you need to have savings now the savings where the money comes from could either be earned or given to the housewife mm-hmm. so the earnings bit there are so many um, jobs that people can do from the comfort of their homes exactly, you, yes some jobs you don't even need qualification you don't need to be trained and um, you don't need to have um, experience you just need to be um, available to do the job and they train you. Mm. Okay. Like, um, if a housewife um, know that they have um, a particular skill, they could look to develop that skill. So, for example, if they realise that they enjoy say, talking or teaching, they mm-hmm. could online tutoring they could do um or catering services provide catering services on mm-hmm. a they could um, start to they could start a small child minding business they could mm-hmm. have a um, hairdressing business something that fits into their family something that yeah. fits into their day-to-day job mm. something else they could do is they could help to reduce the household overheads so for example let's say they spend 500 pounds on shopping every month they yeah. decide to take 50 pounds out of that 500 and save it yeah, exactly At, yes yes and they wouldn't even They wouldn't feel the difference between the four hundred and fifty that they're going to spend and the five hundred that they used to spend. They Mm. could what they buy, or they could buy different brand. Um, If a brand costs one hundred and fifty, for example, go for one that costs eighty p. Little by little, they will be able to save that fifty pounds. Now, Mm. the thing is that they must be disciplined they must have a plan yes take that 50 pounds and put it in your wallet take that 50 pounds and put it in a savings account Accounts. Hmm. so they need to open um a savings um account and um also one easy way where people save money how people save money these days very very straightforward is through mm. the- Individual Savings um, Account, ISA. ISA, yes. And you can open it with as little as a pound. So Mm. the housewife needs to have a plan and stay committed and focused to that and dedicated to that plan. One here today, 50p there tomorrow, at the end of the year could become... 200 or 300 pounds it's that small so they Mm -hmm. need to plan and make that plan work but it's not a secret from their husband they're yeah not having something by the side that is secret, but it's something that they can have that is their own Um, insurance you mentioned that Um, housewives because of the uh, agreement between the couple then insurance should actually be covered by the uh, household Mm. they they don't earn so insurance should already have been part of their um, expenditure household expenditure but if they don't have one then they need to quickly have one and you can have very cheap ones at the moment when Um, that people can
0: then build up as more money comes in. Okay. Okay. Wow. So easy ladies, you know, so being a housewife is not an excuse. These days, everything is online. You can easily start up a business from the comfort of your own home. All right. So let's move on to the next question, which is for start up businesses. Okay. So, the, so the, they're asking, what's the best option? Is it to be a sole trader, um, limited company, or have a partnership? Okay, so
1: those three business structures
0: hmm.
1: have their um, advantage and their disadvantage. Okay. So a sole trader is um, a sole trader is the same um, as business. So you can't separate um, a sole trader from a business. Now, I would say that if anybody is looking in starting small, so if they have a skill that they want to trade with and their estimated turnover is going to be low, let's say below £20,000, for example, then Mm. it is best for that person to register as sole trader. Okay. Sole trader very easy to set up um, and it's very easy to run. Right. The administrative costs are low, which mm. means that you don't pay um, an accountant much, um, even if you have one. Most small sole traders can do their tax return. Um,
0: um,
1: And then it is easy to take out money from the business, to withdraw money from the business um, as a sole trader. The drawback is that it's not tax efficient. But then if Nova is low, then the impact of that will not be, it won't be, um, an issue at all for somebody who has very small profit.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: partnership Partnership is very similar to sole trader. But okay. the is that it has more than one person. And for partnership, each party will be responsible for their own part um, of the partnership. Um, mm-hmm. And you can um, imagine is that if you have more than one person bringing in a skill, then the partnership is enriched because you have more skills, you have more connection, which means that the potential f- for the partnership to earn more is also increased. The downside yes. of the partnership is that if the partnership goes wrong, then everything goes messy and it becomes mm-hmm. very litigious. So if people are considering going into partnership, they should make sure that they first of all know the person that they're going to go into partnership with. Absolutely, yes. Good lawyer, so that everything, there are no gray areas, everything is set out clearly from the start.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Limited liability company is where the person and the business are completely separate. So sole trader, the person and the business are one. Yes. The the company is a separate legal entity and that is how it is seen. So it has more statutory um, obligations. It has more regulation and the way you take out money is more strict. Now, because mm. of those you also need um, um um experts, um accountants, lawyers, so on to help you set up the business and manage the business, which means okay. that it's costly because you pay for those services. Um, and yeah. it is very tax efficient it's very tax efficient and the risk to an individual if the company does not go well if things go wrong it's the company that bears the consequence of it sometimes the directors obviously would also but there is no risk to individuals
0: Mm, mm, mm. wow
1: yeah. So, depending on the type of business and um, what you want the business to do, if you want to, um, if people want to um, engage directly with businesses rather than individuals, the limited liability company is probably the way to go because businesses prefer to do business with business rather yes. than um, individuals because the risk factor. Mm,
0: mm, wow. That question came up because, you know, lots of ladies came and they said, "Oh, they've lost their jobs because of COVID. Mm. so They're thinking about, you know, having, starting their, their own business and yeah. all of that, but not sure whether to go for a limited company or to start off as a sole trader or have a partnership. So I said, do you know what? We're going to have this talk tonight. Why don't you come and listen? And then you'd know the differences and then they can make up their minds afterwards. Yes. You know? So thank you so much for throwing the light on that. You're welcome. <laughs> now, this question, you've kind of answered it a bit, where women are saying, how can they be financially free? Okay. You know, so, yeah. Okay. So um, my
1: first question to that will be, For the woman to, first of all, define what financial freedom is. So Mm. they mean that they want to be able to um, afford anything they want anytime they want to. Does it mean that they want to be debt free or that they want to be totally independent financially? So Mm. they've defined what they mean. the, The next stage is plan, plan, plan nothing plan. without a plan the plan has to be detailed the plan has to be workable and the plan has to be flexible so they need to have um, a plan of how they want to be financially free and okay. then create a budget so what the budget will help them do is to put to paper what um how much they need to be financially free what is financial freedom now also financial freedom is not just having money but how to make good decisions with the money that you have good return out of your money that will um include things like um investment um retirement (laughs) Um, having a steady source of income now that's from employment that could be from setting up um, a business but going back to my first point it is plan 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 to be financially free you need to have a very good plan in place and keep reviewing that plan so Hmm. if Budget If you set your budget and you find out that the budget that you set, you need to um, amend it, go adapt the budget. If you need to take on an extra job but not be too stressed for a limited time, take on that because you have a plan in place. So if you want to save, let's say, 20,000 pounds by the end of year one and in six, um, six months review, you know that you won't be able to meet that target. You can either change that target or increase your source of revenue. So keep changing it, but make sure you have a plan that you're working to and stick with that plan and speak to um, experts. You know, you've got hmm. advisors out there You've got um, accountants. Speak to people who can point you in the right direction and help you um, mm. to so see
0: yeah, what you plan to do. Yeah. Wow, I'm loving this talk. I'm loving this talk so much. Thank you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> you've spoken so much about plan, plan, plan. Mm. You no? Know? Lots of people don't have a plan. So many people don't have a plan. You talk about short-term goals, mid-term, long-term, and they're like, What is that? You know, so what are these things, you know, as couples, what must we plan for? Mm. It's not just about getting married and letting let's see how it goes. What what must we plan for, please, as as a couple? So um if the couple uh new couple just getting on
1: um on the journey then the first thing they must plan for is for their family so where do they what do they want for their family and it starts with the home Um, are they going to rent are they going to buy are they going to buy the way are they going to rent for some time and then buy and they need to then speak to a mortgage um, um, and work out how much they need to earn to afford a property that they need. Um, if it's a couple couples who they've they have their home, then the things they need to start to plan for are things like a rainy day and um, unexpected. Mm-hmm. And that could be um, family emergencies, that could be um, a major work that needs to be done in the house that nobody planned for, but you can't mm-hmm. take your salary. It could be loss of earning. It could be somebody is in between jobs. So mm-hmm. the um, um, savings is to plug a gap. It's nothing that you can plan for. Or when it happens, you need to have the money there. Yes. Yeah. Um, the s- s- second thing that couples need to plan for is to reduce their debt. Because a couple that has too many debts will find it very difficult to save. And especially the debts that are called persistent debts. Those hmm. are things like credit cards, store cards, catalogs, which is the repayment goes to pay interest. A huge amount of it pays interest, and very interest. Much pays off the balance. Those are the first debt that couples need to get rid of. Right. Um, if a couple find that they have too many debts, they could look at consolidating the debt into one monthly repayment, which yeah. them to make some savings. Because mm-hmm. if there are too many, if you have too many debt drains, debt can be um, good, it's managed. But when you yeah. get it, gets, and it drains the finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, other thing that couples need to start planning for very early is time and um,
0: yeah.
1: Something that I am um, Um, going to keep saying uh, over um, and over and over people need to start thinking if they haven't started thinking about it yet they need to start thinking what kind of retirement do I want because in retirement you don't earn well most people don't earn they can do little things but they don't earn like you in their working years Mm-hmm. And the retirement planning they had in place is what is going to sustain them in their retirement years. Yes. So very important for people to start planning, for couples to start to have plans for their retirement. Um, insurance as well, different um, insurance cover, um, health insurance, medical insurance, and um, housing insurance 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 retirement 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 keep Mm. your as low as possible possible yeah savings for a rainy day
0: yeah Mm.
1: Mm.
0: wow 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 so you're all listening and hearing this because culturally as africans we don't really think about these things you know we're like we just get the salary in spend it on things and that's it but These are important, retirement plan, important. Various types of insurance, health, life, all of that are so important as well. We also have in our midst, you know, ladies who are divorced and they are wondering, they have a job, but how can they have financial stability? Some of the things you've mentioned would help them. Well, do you have any more tips for them
1: Um, I would say that to constantly review their income and their outgoings, because where you get the most savings Um, is nice to do um, financial housekeeping. So from time to time, check all the bills that are going up. Do I need this thing? Is it just good to have? Because if it's good to have and you need to save, then choose the savings over the good to have. Get rid of the things that you needed and put that money into your savings. Yeah. And I would say setting um, themselves a target. And if they need to increase their earning, then do some training, look at what they want to do some training, get into it and get more um, income that way. And also, credit rating. A poor credit rating is not good. So mm. they, um, so if they need to build a good credit rating, just in case they need um, access to in in future to help. And also, if they can speak to somebody who has been through what they've been through, that Mm. really, really helps because the person is speaking from a place of experience. And if they know that the person has come out the way they want to come, speak to somebody like that, let them support you, let them give you tips um, on how to do what you want to set on but yeah they have a steady source of income planning planning savings yes
0: yeah Mm. wow awesome sis thank you so much and lastly what's the right age we're not leaving our children out of this talk (laughs) what's the right age to teach children about money and how to save and what's the best way to go about it okay so
1: um, I would say that you start to teach a child as soon as they can comprehend what you're saying. Okay. So, so um, if a child can ask for money, then <laughs> they would <will> know. <laughs> they yes,
0: can- exactly.
1: <laughs> so the time they start asking, that's your your clue that, okay, they can comprehend it. <laughs> um how to go um about it it is important to say that the focus for the child is to develop the habit. so yes. it's not um how much they save per se but to get into the habit of saving mm-hmm. and growing up my mom used to say you don't eat with your 10 fingers and what so true. exactly really mm-hmm. that you don't spend everything that you have always put something aside aside so, as uh, if they have that habit already developed and built in them from a young age it's going to serve them well when they become adults now mm. the best to provide them with earning um, opportunities so um make them responsible for something and reward them for that thing so ability should not include the things that they should be responsible for like tidying up their room or clearing boys no you want to you want to provide them with um reward opportunities for things like you need things done around the house and if they okay. help, they're going to get um, x amount for it and mm. um, encourage them to always save part of their pocket money um, and exactly. if yeah if you give them 350 if they don't spend the whole 350 nothing is going to happen to them
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. know that if they save 50p then they have that money to buy something that they don't need to ask mom and dad i have money to buy this it's yes make mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and also teach the part of money management and teaching um, children about money is also so giving So teach them from a very young age how to give some of their money away. Um, How to help somebody else. I know that um, sometimes families put pennies um, in a bottle and then they take it to the shops Christmas time. Yeah. So encourage them to give money to, to give them money and that will serve them so well when they become um, adults.
0: Adults,
1: yes. Get them um, an amount, you know, say to them that if you can save um, um X amount of money by Chris, make it short term, not long term. In okay. three weeks time, if the parents can, they can say, I will give you x amount of money or if you save this amount of money i will do this because Mm. Mm. the thing with money is that money makes us feel good yes it does (laughs) yeah when we earn money money is a reward system for something that we've given away most will not wake up early in the morning get ready when they're tired and go to work if there's an Return. Most yes. people enjoy their jobs, do the job because of the reward system at the Rewards, end of the
0: year. Yes, yes.
1: So for these children to when they let them feel good about saving. Otherwise, it will become a chore and they will stop doing it. Um, open them a children's um, account from a very young age or buy them a piggy bank. And um, encourage them to put the money somewhere else, not um, the other pillow or, mm-hmm. or somewhere. Let them put it. Savings has to be um, um, away from you. Um, and then finally, review their savings with them often and let them see it grow. Let them feel good about the money that they've saved yes wow
0: wow 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 i have a question from somebody watching her name is Noella. she says i'm watching from nigeria most wives do not have regular jobs so no salary we do small businesses that can hardly sustain the family needs so she's asking yeah well i guess it's just a comment it's not Mm. a question actually yeah yeah
1: my response to noella will be people should keep at it because you never know when a breakthrough will come yeah and breakthroughs do come so um and somebody could need something that you have now that is on a small scale they could need it on a larger scale so Whatever you find doing, it's better to do something no matter how small the thing is than to have nothing at all to do. So keep doing it, keep getting better and
0: keep looking for um, opportunities. Exactly. Thank you so much, Noella, for joining us tonight. We appreciate you and the comments you've left because so many ladies will really, you know, say, yes, they are going through this, you know, they are going through this and you have represented them here today by asking or leaving that comment. Thank you so much for joining us. So where on social media can we hang out with you or find you? Okay. So um,
1: Instagram page, um, Abbot Accounting, that is A-B-B-O-T Accounting.
0: Okay.
1: Also on Facebook, um, about Accounting. I'm on LinkedIn um, and my website And um, If anyone here wants any um, advice on anything, just want to double check things, you know, sound things
0: out, I will be happy to help anyone. On that note, we have come to the end of today's session, and I will say thank you so much for dropping all those beautiful nuggets for us tonight. I'm sure the ladies cannot wait to start on, you know, to start working on them and seeing results. <laughs> Please do, <laughs> yeah, do. So thank you. It was an honor to have you here. It's my privilege as well. Thank you, Glory. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, ladies. So tomorrow we have Rosemary Kent with us, and her topic is special needs in marriage. So join us if you have anyone or know somebody with special needs. Invite them in, or they have children with special needs. Invite them in to listen to this talk tomorrow at 8 p.m. Thank you once again and. Take care. God bless you all. Bye. Bye. So sis, wait, please. Oh. To support this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe and follow as well. I'd really appreciate all your support. Thanks once again. was another awesome session. I hope you have picked up one or two things to help you. Till I come your way again, keep thriving in love. Thank you and